You're listening to Work It Mommy, where the goal is to be the best mom ever, and most importantly, stay sane while you do it. So today, we're continuing the conversation a little bit that we started a couple weeks ago on being connected with our teenagers as they grow up, especially our teenage daughters. We know that sometimes the dynamic between mom and daughter, it does not get easy, you know, as as the child gets older. So sometimes it's challenging. But today I have a very, two very special guests on that I'm super, super excited about because they have some really good tips and pointers about how to stay connected as mother and daughter, as, um, you know, through the years of growing up and everything. So I'm just going to go ahead and get right into it. So of course we have on mom here. I know you probably can't tell who's a mom and a daughter because they both are super young and super cute. But so Sonia is is the mom can you raise hand and say hi Sonia (laughs) (laughs) and of course we have your daughter Cian that's me (laughs) good to see you guys just what were the early days like between you and your daughter like what did your life as a mom when she was little look like oh wow so Early on, I was a single mom. So it was always me and my girl. She was mm-hmm. like my best bro friend, as they say today. Um, she was always, we were, we had each other. And so our daily life consisted, I worked full time, unfortunately, because I had to at that time. Right. Uh, but when I came home, we had our moments where we would go out to eat and eat together, share a meal. Um, in fact, I remember when she was about three thinking, I want more time with my daughter because she was growing up and she was about to start um, pre-kindergarten. And I said, I need to make a change because I feel like time is slipping away and I'm not able to hold on as much as I want to. So at one time I pivoted and I uh, purchased a home and I moved my line of work. I put my business at home. And I had it structured to the way of when she went to school, that's when I started work. When she came home from school, I was done with work. So that way I could be 100% focused on my daughter because I feel like those years between one and five are so crucial. They're so important. They're so valuable that you really want to make the greatest effort and impact during those Mm -hmm. five years. So our daily life, consisted of us leaning on each other. Uh, she would help me with different things around the house and she'd do dishes her way. <laughs> they like to but do she, that, right? It's so cute. <laughs> yeah, she did them though. She she did it. So and sometimes we it helps, right? Because like today, for example, mine was trying to help with the dishes and finally I was like, okay, go ahead and do it. And she, it was kind of helpful. It was like, I only had to wash up a couple little things, you know, fix it up. And then it kind of helped out. So I was happy I did let her help. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We need, we need our girls and our girl, the, our girls need their mommies mm-hmm. and they need the best version of us, whatever version that is. <laughs> Truth. Truth. Oh, that is awesome. That is truly awesome. Appreciate what you just said there. I mean, moving your whole life around, you know, business wise, like you move your 
business into the home, which I know you're a hairstylist. So you were, you know, you, you probably were doing your hairstylist business at home. That was a really clever thing to do though, because, you know, you can schedule your clients in the times that you need. And then you were able to spend more time with your daughter. Wow. It was a really, especially as a single mom, that is a sacrifice to make. I mean, my mom was a single mom too. And, you know, she had to make sacrifices like that too. And wow, that's, that's really incredible. So um, what would you say one thing is that new moms like me, you know, I'm still kind of on the newer side of things. What did, what would you say is one thing we stress about that is like not important at all that maybe you stress about then. And then now in hindsight, you're like, you know what, that wasn't even important. <laughs> There's two things. Mm. One, I would say the little things, the little things that sometimes like irritate us and get under our skin. One day when they're crossing over to womanhood, you see this mm. young woman and you miss those moments of her doing something funny or silly or doing something that you're like, why are you doing that? I told you a thousand times, but uh, <laughs> the little things, they really, um, I see parents now and I see them with their little ones. And I wish I would have captured those moments a little more slowly mm. and appreciate them in a different light than being irritated. That's, that's just me personally. And, you know, being a single mom, of course, during that time, it was really hard to understand, to understand it that way and appreciate it that way. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like, you know, I, that you should do it that way, but I know it's hard, but if you can, as a mother, celebrate those little moments, those little irritating things, laugh about it because one day she's going to be a woman. The second thing I would say, honestly, is as they grow up to the adolescent year, mm -hmm. I say like eight to 15, it's a plethora of, it's just a tornado. It's a mountain. It's, it's interesting, you know, it's, and, and I'm not saying it's a bad, but emotionally, and you're learning them transitioning. So I would say as mothers, you would think they're not listening to me. I've repeated this. I've told them this when right. they go to school, are they going to listen? Are they going to apply? Are they going to, you know, um, take seriously what I said? And so we keep pounding things down in our kids. But what we fail to realize is daily, they see us live our lives. And when they're in those moments in school, adolescent age, and they have those experiences that we talk to them about in the back of their mind, in the back of their mind, we're there still. Because their only experience with that situation or with what you've drilled in them is from our words and our heart and our example. And mm -hmm. so I feel like as a mother, always worrying about she never listens or they never listen or are they listening? Or are they applying the counsel? They will. They're a product of their environment. They're a part of you. You've done the work. You have to trust your work and you have to trust your child loves you and wants to please you because otherwise it's like you don't trust them mm -hmm. and especially at that age you do not want to lose that so I would say just not worrying it's hard because it's kind of a double-edged right. sword trying hard not to worry about are they listening to me they are and they listen when you are loving when you are mild but but the biggest way they listen is how you lead 
That is, I feel like the most important part of what you're saying is I think that kids, you know, they really observe us a lot. Like even now with my oldest, I see her, you know, I might walk in on her in her room when she's supposed to be cleaning it up or doing whatever. And she's imitating me. (laughs) And I go, oh, you know, so, and it's usually something that I was doing that I didn't really realize she was watching me do, you know, so it just kind of dawned on my mind, like, they are so impressionable, they are watching every single thing that we do, and, you know, they look up to us more than we kind of realize that they do, I think, and we have to kind of use that in a way that's upbuilding for them, and then that also makes us like change things about ourselves because for me that's been something eye-opening to me it's her seeing me seeing how much she's watching me has motivated me to change things about myself because you know before I might have thought oh this what I'm doing is okay but then when I see her imitating it or having something to say about it I go on second thought maybe I don't want to you know so and I think that's a good thing and I think as moms that's what we have to do we have to evaluate what we're doing because they they watch us you know so yeah wow that's that's incredible words of advice I mean thank you so much it's it definitely speaks to you know the dynamic between you and your daughter now because you know it's nice to see both of you here together doing this you know a lot of teenagers once they get to their this point they're not trying to spend time with mom they like look I got things to do. You are not cool anymore. Goodbye, you know, but that's not the case. And that's why I wanted to talk with you because you and your daughter do have that bond. So everything that you're saying is very encouraging to me. And I'm sure encouraging to all the other moms too, that you're going to go through those times. Adolescence is a trying time, but you can still get through it and have a strong relationship. So um, what is one thing that you feel that you would say maybe you wish you knew back then that you something that you know now but you wish you knew back then I would say not to be so hard on her Uh, to be a little more um trustworthy because like I mentioned before they are listening and you have to trust that they are listening you have to dignify them and so I think if I you know I think I, I could have done that a little bit more early on that would have been good for our relationship. Okay, that's definitely something, you know, you're like the second person that I have heard mention dignifying your child. And I think um, that's something that moms nowadays, we probably have to work on because, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of parent again in the ways that we saw, or just because of our circumstances, you're busy single mom. Like sometimes you're just stressed and tired and worried about things. And that just, you know, it just passes on a little bit. The child is able to see it, but, you know, and there's but so much, you know, people can do, you know, in the situations that we're all in, but yeah, that, I think that one is really important. Like, you know, still keeping their little feelings intact. And even now I see that with my oldest one, even a little bit starting with my younger one, she's starting to get to the point where she's being vocal. She can't get all them words together yet, but when she's not liking something, she'll raise those decibels or throw something, you know, I'm like, oh, something's going on here. She ain't happy about something. So, you know, paying attention to those signs. And even if this little early age, you know, 
validating their feelings so now i'm trying to be better about like okay when i see the youngest one getting upset because of course the oldest one can talk now i'll pull her aside and even though she can't put all the words together i'll say well what happened what's wrong and she'll go oh, oh and you know and so but she's still you know she knows she's saying something even though i can't get it all so i'm like okay let me give you a hug or something i am sure that'll fix something i think when you dignify them it makes all the world of a difference and yeah. recognizing it's just part of their DNA, their personality, and like those, like you mentioned, she throws things or her, whatever her, her, her outburst is, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily, in my opinion, a completely bad thing because you're learning something about her mm-hmm. that would be frustrated. But the other positive thing about that, there's a lot of passion there. So once she's able to hone that passion in with maturity, right. as she grows, she'll use it properly. You know, it's almost like, um, I don't know if you had a, a machine that you were not equipped with using yet and, and you just went for it. You know, I feel like young people, sometimes they're, they've got a manual right. of life and they're inexperienced and they haven't grown into it yet. So mm-hmm. I think as a parent, um, molding them and encouraging them and kind of helping them shape to learn how to maneuver themselves and understand themselves and how to properly express this or to properly express that right because there's different phases i think like from from one to three is a whole different world from three to six is a different world right seven to thirteen and so it's like this little person is constantly changing Right. And as a parent, you can't parent the same way you parented a five to seven year old that you're going to parent a nine to 13 year old. Like your tactic has to be a little bit different. And it's all about adjustment. Right. Tailoring the needs to each stage, each developmental stage, because I think as parents, too, we kind of forget, like, even though they are talking to us and, you know, they're big, they were to do so much when they get 13 and up, but they're still developing. You know, they are still in a developmental stage. So, you know, I mean, parts of our brain doesn't even develop until you're 30 years old. So it's like when you think about little facts like that, it kind of helps you to put certain things in perspective and say, okay, I need to be there for them developmentally, you know, to give them, you know, the tools that they need to get through these stages and learn so that they're able to grow up and be a functioning member in society and, you know, have good experience and and everything but I think something that kind of helps with that too is another thing that you two are involved in is that you have had something that you both kind of worked on together which I want to talk about a little bit now which is you both are running this hair product company which is so awesome and I know you got to tell me um, a lot about it before but I just wanted to kind of you know, let everybody listening or watching on YouTube kind of get some more information. But yeah, so tell me about what your business life together looks like. Oh, (laughs) so we're very, we, I don't know. I think honestly, in the beginning, most of our business life together is a lot of trial and error, especially when we make videos. (laughs) The craziest things and we'll have to scrap things totally just get rid of it but it's a lot of trying new things and if they don't work you know grind it down and keep on going we listen 
each other. I let her share her ideas. I'll mm-hmm. bounce things off of her. She's like, mom, don't do that. Or that's wow. too many words in your post. So I, I listen to her because she's an asset. And to me, she's valuable in the way of how we, we come together. And so like, I don't know. I just, it's fun with her. We, I don't know. We eat off of each other. <laughs> we laugh at each other a lot. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> laugh, we eat. Yeah, yeah. It's that's what you have to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I mean, you know, like I was saying before, not a lot of teenage daughters will want to, first of all, spend that much time with their mom, but then second of all, have a business with them. So that speaks volumes. And the fact that you guys like listen to each other, you know, I think as moms, and I know that this will probably be one of my challenges, you feel like, oh, they're still a baby. I gotta, you're still trying to baby them, even though they're not in that baby stage. But I think having this shared activity of building a business together is so positive because it allows your daughter to like take some you know leads and you you know offer valuable feedback to you and you're able to help her you know in that way too so I just think this is really great and especially there's a lot of mom entrepreneurs that do um watch and listen so I think it's great you know if there's ways that we can incorporate our children to our businesses it's a positive activity that we could do with them they get to see results it shows them how to do hard work how to set a goal and stick to a goal and achieve a goal and then it also too is a wholesome activity you know that will occupy their time in a good way and keep them out of all that mess that's out there you know because we don't want to want them getting involved in. There's so much that can distract kids nowadays. So much that can distract anybody, adults, kids. Any, you know, it's just like overload. So um, I think this is really a nice way that you guys are working together. So now for daughter. <laughs> so what is one of your favorite things about your mom? There's a lot of things that I obviously love about my mom. Oh my to- gosh find the perfect word that describes something about her and I was running through a couple words and I got to when I say the thing I love about her the most is she's very 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 diligent and mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes I'm not so it's something <laughs> I remember. and I also really love how independent she is because um, I feel like being an independent person or having some form of independence is very very important especially as a young adult adult in general because um it kind of, you have to learn how to be able to take things into your own hands and not um, push it on everybody else. So kind of being independent is how people learn how to carry their own weight. Wow. What about you? Man, kudos <laughs> to your mama, okay? Your baby's about to be bombed. She already got this. <laughs> this is oh. great. I mean, you know, for a young person to even be able to express themselves in that way is big. You know, what nice thing she has to say about you. That's just really sweet. So now let's get to like little nitty gritty. So how is it working with mom really? Like, how is it? <laughs> Actually, it's very fun. And I know it's really interesting because I feel like a lot of children wouldn't really um, be too keen on the idea of going into business with your mother. But I Mm -hmm. feel like when it comes to business, she sees me as a partner. So it's kind of, it helps because, you know, I'm I'm her daughter, first and foremost, but also too, you know, I'm a young adult. I'm 19, almost 20. And so the way it works is that healthy balance of yes I'm your daughter but also she really does listen to my opinions and values them so it 
kind of gives us both a way to communicate very nicely. <laughs> so that's that's good. I'm glad, and I'm sure. I mean, you guys just seem like you gel well together. Like I said, y'all look like two sisters sitting up there right now. So I'm sure you guys work together really well. Um, so how about some, like, what's one of your favorite? And I like to ask people this question because, you know, having young kids, I'm always kind of in my mind thinking, what memories are they going to take with them? What memories are going to stick with them? You know, and, and then that kind of sometimes I probably get a little too wrapped up in my head about that but it's something that you know as we talked about you want to keep in mind like what memories and it's kind of it's not like you can fabricate that their little brains are going to hold on to whatever memories they hold on to you know so for you what's one of your favorite childhood memories first and foremost I feel like anything with food kids are always going to for that Honestly, my first date was at Red Lobster with my mother, and we got the full course ultimate pizza every time. I don't even remember how old you were. You were four. I was about four years old, and I was chomping down on some lobsters, some shrimp, and it's probably why I like food so much today. But definitely anything with food. Um, But what I wanted to talk about a little bit more before we kind of go ahead and in the podcast today was your business together. So I recently got to try some of your products, which I love, by the way. And everybody, I've already put together a really good review video for you guys. So I'm really excited to share that with everybody so everybody can kind of stay tuned in to see when that's going to be uploaded and everything. And yeah, let me go ahead and just do a quick screen share here because um i really want everybody to just kind of go ahead and see your website and um everything that they offer so this is um the business and everything so go ahead and kind of tell me just like a little synopsis you know of what your brand is about and the concerns that it addresses (laughs) the name behind the brand and the logo has a lot to do with our story, our origin of growth. So recover, restore, and grow. Recovers whatever you go through through life that's difficult. You can always recover, restore, restore, and rebuild, and just start over and start fresh if you have to, and grow. You can grow however you want to grow. So the entire, everything is my heart put into it, and it involves my daughter. The logo she designed, Um, we wanted it to be a brand that not only personally, but also just for your hair. Mm -hmm. Like if you go back to the product page. Okay. And that was here. Let's see. Oh, go down to the natural growth products and hit shop products. Oh, right here. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. So I'll start with the shampoo, the recovery shampoo. Okay. Um, it, it's, it's going to recover the scalp. A lot of times when your scalp, you know, you know, as a stylist, like come in, it's dandruff or it's imbalanced. It's hard to maintain the proper balance of moisture. One of the main ingredients in the recovery shampoo that's going to help to recover your scalp is aloe vera juice. Mm -hmm. There's no water. If you notice in the ingredient, it's aloe vera juice. It's that that nutrient that helps recover and restore. If you ever look at an aloe vera plant, you cut it open, it heals itself. Cut another part, it heals itself again. So the recovery shampoo is designed to recover your scalp so it can start to grow and heal and produce again. And then the 
restorative hydrating conditioner. Wonderful, wonderful conditioner. Um, it has a lot of slip. You love this. You want to talk about this one? I really like the shampoo and conditioner. They're one of my favorites, especially the shampoo, um, but also really the conditioner because I may not look like it's all nice and flat pressed right now, but when my hair is curly, I have a lot of hair. And um, the one thing that I really don't like about products is I'll go and I'll find these great natural hair products, but they're super, super expensive. And they go like that. The bottles are so small and it's, it's always going to be more than a dime size if you have curly hair. Dime size just doesn't work for me. So what I like about this is honestly, I really don't need more than a dime size with both of these products. And I can just leave it in my hair. And the longer I leave it in my hair, I feel like the more it really does what it's supposed to do. So I really like that. So the restorative conditioner, after you've recovered your scalp, you put the restorative on the hair and it's just going to rebalance that hydration yeah. back. My hair is right. always really nice and soft and I've noticed that not just after the, sh the um, conditioner but also mm -hmm. the shampoo my hair just already has a bounce and then with the shampoo the conditioner mm -hmm. it's even more so it's fuller and it just really has movement whereas before my hair was like really stiff with conditioner and I felt yes. like a robot it would just not bounce way down it's too much yeah, yeah. Heavy oils that aren't absorbing. For this is very different. I have to yep. say, I really do like both the shampoo, the conditioner. I like the restorative treatment, and I like the oil. But with the um, sulfate-free uh, shampoo, that is a true clarifying shampoo that you guys got. And a lot of people don't know the difference between a clarifying shampoo and a moisturizing shampoo. I go into detail on all that stuff in the review that I did for this. And I just have to say, I mean, for the price that you pay, you're getting a very high-end product. And I mean, a lot of engineering has also gone into this, whoever the, you know, it, it's just really good. It's just really, really good. So I have to say kudos, guys. I really like it. Um, I feel like it does work good for extremely curly hair, but it also works well for straight hair, especially the uh, shampoo, because it's a pH balancing shampoo. And that doesn't actually matter that much about what your hair texture is for shampoo like that. So I really, really absolutely love, love, love this line. So... Yeah. So happy. <laughs> I might add clarifying shampoo. I like that it has the aloe vera base and it's all natural mm -hmm. ingredients because it doesn't strip your hair. Right. Yeah, it clarifies it, but it won't leave it stripped. It like it opens up your hair to be able to receive the nutrients back and the hydration back. Like it gets all the dirt, all the gunk, all the buildup off so you can put back in. And I've right. been we've been using it ever since we had the product right. line and my hair. I'm a hairstylist and I use, I used to use Aveda, uh, some of the Elucence, Mazzani, all the top of the line brands. And my hair never had the natural shine that this product gives to my hair. So that's what I do notice that is that I love about the clarifying because my hair is not stripped. It's right. bouncy, it's light, and it's, it's hydrated again. It's at that natural state where it should be. Right. I like that too, because I feel like, um, you know, as a person, as a woman, obviously hair is something that's always really important to us. Hair has always been kind of a source of what defines femininity, I guess. Right. So for me, I've kind of, uh, having a mom as a hairstylist is always a plus. But yes. when I had to start doing my hair myself, I noticed I was using the wrong things. It would pick my face out. It would strip my mm -hmm. ends. So 
I have yes. a lot of hair, but some of it was just really not in good shape. It mm -hmm. was just really dry and it just didn't work for me. So right. when I started using this, um, these products a little bit ago, I noticed even for myself, my hair has grown at a rate that it's never grown before. Mm -hmm. And it's the texture, the curls, it's all kind of really taking shape and form. And so I, I couldn't stand by a product that doesn't work for me and that I don't use. And I'll be honest Absolutely. with you, I was like, mom, I don't know about this hair products. We'll see. But then I started no, using yeah. it and the more you use it, you know, I just, I've noticed for me, it's made a huge, huge difference, even in just a couple months. So. Yeah, I've noticed just a difference in my scalp, I have to say, in a couple of days with it. Um, and again, in that video and in that podcast, I go into deep detail about the changes that I've seen with this Um a lot of people don't realize that they need a clarifying shampoo sulfate free and how much pro you know how much buildup just naturally we get at some point you got to just get that all off and start over again with your hair or you're never going to have that real bounce that natural shine that you mentioned and these product really does give you all of that and you it's nice you give people a couple different options i definitely feel that this is one of those lines where you got to use the key components of it together, you know what I mean? For it to really work. You don't want to just get one and not get the other one because it's designed to work together. And that's very apparent. Like that comes through everything that you said. I really experienced it. So very fun stuff, guys. You know, I think it's great that you guys are able to work on this together. And I wish you guys so much success in this business, which I know you will be because you guys are working together great as a team and this is, it's really encouraging for us to see it's encouraging for me to see and I know it's going to be encouraging for the other moms to see too so but we're definitely going to have you guys on Morgan because you guys got a pretty big product line and we've got lots to talk about so we'll definitely be continuing the chat but so for today, I guess we're going to go ahead and close, but the main things that I think the takeaways are for all the moms out there from this episode is, you know, from an early age, start spending that quality time with your child. You may have to change some things in your own personal schedule to make it happen, but it's absolutely worth it. And you've been able to see a fine example of that today. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Have a great day and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>